Thank you, Alice. You know, I just figured out who Alice is, like, after, like, the third time you said it. But... seeing you here at the place that we always know you to be so it's not really that fancy it's more like a regularly scheduled event um, but it's still good to see you we have some very special guests in the house tonight we have will we have garrett of cave hole fame and gunk house infamy and we also have <laughs> the great and powerful evan carpenter joining us as well uh thank you all for being here appreciate you yeah man uh Garrett brought some mystery bags we're going to rifle through in a minute. I'm very interested to see what decapitated heads are um, soaking the floor right now. <laughs> yeah, that's everything, not just heads. <laughs> okay, cool. You got arms, legs. It's a variety. We nice. try to keep it like, you know, keep it loose. I don't stick to one body part. Yeah, it kind of sore. Yeah, yeah, I like it all. <laughs> So what do y'all got coming up soon as far as shows uh, or releases? Yeah, um, October 16th uh, with Jeffrey Lewis and Cravon uh, at the Cobra is our next Nashville thing. We're going on a tour um, day after tomorrow and we come back and play that show. Um, but if, if you buy advanced tickets to that show, get a free item, which we'll be looking at in a second uh first 15 people uh, nice yeah that's awesome yeah where are you guys going on the tour we will go we'll hit chattanooga Asheville, baltimore twice philly new york twice and then Asheville again on the way back yeah right on yeah. that's um there's i've been seeing <clears throat> like um like little mini tours for like local artists. I think that's a good way to kind of get your name out there, especially when you're like trying to do that, trying to promote yourself. Um, we like, obviously, you know, like middle Tennessee has it's seen here, but um, I, I have heard tale that sometimes like touring and going to other cities can be like eat better crowds sometimes even um, than like hometown shows. Um, and I think that's, for a lot of reasons but like that's something i've you know like i've talked to a lot of artists and that seems to be like kind of just across the board is um i there's a few reasons i think that is like one of which being like it's it's very saturated here like there's there's a show every night anywhere right. every bar um whereas like some cities don't really like they have a music scene but not like it is here um like we've got friends from like la or um like arkansas and like all over the country that come here like to cut their teeth and like make a name for themselves and like it's like actually one of the hardest places right i mean i think that's why we just have these big ass bills at gunk because pe 
touring acts don't understand too. Also, like Nashville, people drop a lot, and there's because there's so many other shows, they'll get a better show, mm-hmm. and so they'll, they'll just you know, and they're already doing like you know a show every other day. So that's I feel like that is that kind of energy. But Will could probably speak to that in regard to like playing other cities because uh, he's got a bunch of friends in Alabama, and whenever we come through, like they they like turn up you know yeah 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 like it's i feel like it's nice like just starting to make like a almost like making a name for yourself just like in the surrounding like states around whatnot like anytime we go out to alabama like we have like a reliable crowd now like that will pull up to any shows that we have out there i feel like it's like getting similar in some spots in like georgia and whatnot definitely like chattanooga like for us like um i'm real excited to go chattanooga because we were just there a couple months ago and we often like have all them guys out of the house you know yeah our buddies open and havoc which if y'all haven't had them uh open and havoc yeah based in chattanooga yeah nice yeah i'll i'll have to check them out um do they play here often or yeah they come a good bit that's what's up chattanooga is cool man i like that city yeah chattanooga has a cool little scene yeah um one of my uh friends uh band called waterfall wash is based there um they're a really cool band too it's such a chattanooga name (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were here and that then they ended up in chattanooga but i think it is a much more chattanooga name for sure yeah um so you said you you got some friends in alabama is that where you're from yeah uh uh-huh yeah we um both of us are actually from like alabama oh okay grew up in different spots but like from the same yeah we didn't know each other (laughs) at the time but we were actually from the same town so that wait so you guys grew up in the same town but you didn't meet each other until you moved here well close close okay another town we met each other and out we grew up in aston met each other in tuscaloosa both happened to move to tuscaloosa at different points and stuff was that a like um do you guys meet over music or yeah okay Uh He started hosting these festivals uh, called Crawfest, which worth checking out. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. And that's how they reached out to us. I was yeah, in another yeah. band called Hot Lobster at the time. Yeah, we had uh, <laughs> Hot Lobster out at the first oh, yeah. Crawfest. For Crawfest. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That's yeah. a match made in heaven. Right, but, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I grew up in Fayetteville, Tennessee, which is like right above Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've spent a lot of time in like uh, Huntsville and Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both cool scenes out there too. Yeah, man. Really um, like the hardcore scenes. Around. Yeah, there's a band called the Moose uh, out of Huntsville. Sick. They're they're cool, man. Uh, the first time I saw them play was at East Room, and um, the the front man plays bass, and he's a rather large fellow, uh, like just a very large presence, and he uh, <laughs> he fell. And it didn't look like a bad fall, but he broke his leg on stage. Oh, you know, like, man. yeah, but, but that's it's pretty hard. But, yeah, that's pretty hard. You know? Yeah, no, he fell and like he's laying there and he finishes the song. What like the he's fuck? just like, <laughs> playing bass, and then he's like, "Y'all, I broke my leg." <laughs> they had to carry him out on a stretcher. That was one of the craziest things. But he finished the fucking song. It was awesome. Oh, that's badass, dude. It's like Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> Finish the speech, man. That's sick. Yeah. Wait, what? Teddy, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt? He got, like, shot on stage, and oh. he was like, I have been shot. And then he just kept on going to this speech. <laughs> what a badass. He finished it. Yeah. yeah that's, um... 
Holy yeah. shit. Him and the moose. The first uh, <laughs> DIY show I went to was in Gadsden, Alabama at a place called Maggie's. And uh, the girl broke her leg in the pit the first, you know, first act. And she came back for the last act with a cast. Oh, shit. Dancing around and shit, yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Huntsville. Huntsville is fucking lit. Sure. You did say that was Huntsville, right? Yeah, Maggie's. Close oh, my bad. Yeah, um, yeah, it is like, uh, like you were saying earlier, like it's it's good to like if you're based somewhere, like go play the surrounding places because then you can like, you go, you know, with those bands and help them out, and then they have a place to play when you, they right. come here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we got a good community, man. You guys are doing a lot for the community. Gunk House, if you don't know, is um, like one of the most prolific, amazing house venues in town um i've seen a lot of really fucking great shows there just recently like um like in the last two or three months i'd say um there's been a lot of great acts to come through there um so thank you guys for doing that um also like putting up stuff i'd never seen before yeah. like like a, it's a good place to to meet new music like and see shit you haven't seen before right i appreciate that because i mean it is like that is one of the things we wanted to do is like booking is such a bitch, you know, mm. helping people. That's why I like doing the big ass shows too. Cause mm. you actually like really get a lot of people seen, you seeing know? other people, like yeah. other bands and whatnot, yeah. you know, like, I feel like we've, <laughs> we've had like so many bands roll through that we've even been like their first show. Right. And like, it's been cool just like seeing them, like get the ball rolling and whatnot, right. you know, from there. And uh Cape hole is a very interesting project. That's very avant-garde. Uh, weird in the best way um i've never seen anything like it uh i don't think i ever will again besides seeing you guys play more um how long have you guys been playing together so he filled in with my previous band a good bit so that was kind of a hard question yeah we started (laughs) this group like a year ago ish yeah um, but it was kind of a morph from our two bands. Um, so like this this tour that we're going on now is like almost essentially the same route that we went on tour like what two years three years ago with two like that, yeah. we were on in two different bands that just you know we met up at Crawfest and whatnot we vibed real hard and so we just decided to go up north together and uh, when we got back. Um, Garrett's band had moved here to Nashville and my band had stayed in Tuscaloosa for the next year and we decided to move up to Nashville as well but um both of our bands like had like some splittings just like in like growing pains and whatnot yeah. and we just decided to merge the remnants and that's, that's awesome. what cave hole is so you know that is so cool so it, yeah so um like two dying stars and then make a supernova yeah yeah you know (laughs) that's awesome what a cool story um so you you guys were both in in different bands that were kind of like on the quits and then just decided to make something out of it yeah yeah yeah. um i remember when we met it was 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 that varicose that so you saw us at Springwater. um yeah that was like either right at the end of varicose i think that was right at the end of varicose or maybe will was with us but we were still going under varicose yeah i did a couple shows yeah like that something like that. i think like 
we were doing a lot of the varicose material and somewhere in there we we changed over to new material but i don't remember oh yeah yeah okay so yeah so i i thought that was the case but i just i wanted to be sure um so cave hole is more than just a new name like it's completely new material yeah Mm -hmm. that's awesome um on while while we're talking is it okay if i start uh looking through these bags here yeah dude yeah yeah what what we got here yeah you're welcome to poke oh you get another one here yeah, thanks Ooh, that one's a little moist i just got done bleaching things <laughs> I but just i, I just all over it <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's why it smells it's not, so it's not wet with bleach though. yeah yeah <laughs> I, 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 I hosed it <laughs> no i get it yeah yeah wet yeah. with rust yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's liquid rust oh it's closing here nice yeah okay so um, y'all can pick pick an item oh thanks man place. okay uh, yeah i'll take a look around here oh these are sick dude so all these are available and super cheap if you come to the show they're even more cheap on october 16th which is also our release for a single Ooh. yeah yeah Nice. Are we talking about what that's called yet? It's called Waste. Waste. Yeah. Hell yeah. So have you guys already recorded that? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that'll be available, I guess, like all platforms? Yep, yeah. that'll be available on the 16th. And then we got uh, December 1st, we'll have an album coming out. Okay. Yeah. You got a name for that yet? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> that's not quite right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. We decided on the, the release date uh, yeah. a couple yeah. hours ago. Um, oh, right on. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, right. folks. <laughs> uh, very cool, man. So what kind of music did y'all's parents play when you were like in the house when you guys were growing up or like in the car? Oh, man, that's cool. My <laughs> got some, some, some picks, man. Yeah, some for picks. My, my family listens to a lot of like 80s Christian rock, like Christian, like heavy metal, basically like, christian just like you know what we'd say now classic rock just like like i mean like imagine like led zeppelin but guy you know <laughs> like, yeah yeah that was every day i know exactly what you mean and it, it was a lot you know <laughs> and it's still every day every time i go back i'm like they haven't got tired of it. so um be, it being christian music i assume it was also like a christian household oh yeah mm-hmm. what like, denomination was- did you grow up we grew up mainly Presbyterian. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. That's that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness, so I I, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Is that the same with you? Is it a religious house? Uh not so much. I think we went to church because that was the social thing to do. Um, but my dad would always just fucking take us in the woods and be like, This is God. And, um, <laughs> oh he's right that, yeah. that's awesome I love yeah that. that's awesome like hugging trees and shit um, <laughs> i mean that's that's yeah. uh the kind of religious upbringing i want to instill right um yeah I, I i also grew up in like a very devoutly religious household all of my family still is mm-hmm. um is your family still oh yeah oh man so much so there's <laughs> a, a lot of, i'm grateful for like when it comes to like how I was raised, mm-hmm. um, like not all good, obviously, but like one cool thing about Jehovah's Witnesses is they actually read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, whereas like growing up, like, and just talking to other people that grew up religiously, it's like some of them just go to church and like 
listen to a preacher mm-hmm. whereas like like i know what's in the bible so that i mean like more than i want to mm-hmm. so it's like i don't know it's cool and it's not cool it's an interesting thing my my thing about it is like i think a lot of people don't understand it mm-hmm. like i don't like a lot of people that are like really big advocates for it don't know what it is yeah like i don't know the way that like i like my family doesn't really go to like church anymore you know like they they kind of have like their as they say like their own relationship with god and whatnot but i don't know a lot of what like i just don't like the idea of just like completely depending on like some other thing you know what i mean like i i mean, I, I can do some things for myself you know if something bad happens it doesn't mean that like I'm being smited, and if something good happens, it doesn't have to mean that I'm being blessed. You know, I can do good things. You give up your agency in the universe, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that. You know? Yeah, like to be like grounded and in control. Like mm. I'm very much the same. Um, so what what did your parents listen to when you were a kid? Uh, 60s, 70s. Mom was more 70s, 80s uh my dad likes the almond brothers a lot uh hell yeah like, you know that kind of classic rock stuff blues uh but yeah i was like a classic rock elitist until like i don't know i was like 15 um i, I think that that's a good that's a foundation you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. for sure it's a yeah i mean that's a good place to start right um did you guys do all these yeah. yeah we Dude. Just did that guy today man it shrunk <laughs> it was like it was like a large earlier dude that's awesome like my who does the art yeah who yeah. does the artwork i just made that on my phone and then no way are you serious we screen printed it off dude that's really good yeah these guys are cheap man be selling them at the shows for 10 bucks do like some deals too you know? dude this is a great way to do merch like i <laughs> that's really brilliant because um, everyone's unique like you it's not yeah, all like not a single one in there that's gonna be the same yeah <laughs> it's so sick man and you got like different more than just like shirts like you got like uh like over shirts too yeah, yeah. it's yeah, fucking it's awesome and pat there's patches in there definitely that's a uh, 16th yeah definitely go to their single release at uh you say cobra yep yep fuck yeah man I'll um I'll put link down in the description for the single too if you can send me that. Yeah, awesome. Um, this will probably go up that week actually. Oh, yeah, that'd be so, yeah, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing uh what you guys are cooking up that then and December first for the album release. That'll be fun, man. Yeah. Um. So, what have you guys been listening to in like the last week? Oh man. And listen to your, your I, I listen cool. to a lot of yeah a lot of like stuff that we don't sound like you know <laughs> so like recently I've been getting into like some breakcore music you know I found a playlist on Facebook I'm like yeah this is pretty vibey you know <laughs> hell yeah any particular artists that you really like oh man I'm just I'm just like taking them all in right now I, there's one that I like but I, I you know I can't quite pick them off on the top of my head right now I gotcha they have the crazy names you know yeah like, yeah for sure <laughs> like it'll just be a bunch of letters i'm like yeah they're sick you know I, the reason i was asking is you guys are like like i said earlier aren't like anything i've ever heard before so i was wondering where like where that inspiration is coming from but it like 
you grew up with Christian rock, you grew up with classic rock, and you guys don't sound anything right. like either yeah. of those. <laughs> what have you been listening to in like the last week? So I, yeah, I've been like, I'll go through phases of listening to the same like folk song, like back to back, like all day or something. I honestly, like, I, I think our music sounds closer to stuff that I was listening to a while back, like a lot more post-punk and uh, I was also listening to a lot of audiobooks, and I feel like that's where all the spoken word kind of came from because mm -hmm. I had this restaurant job where I was just chopping veggies for like eight hours, it was like a year ago. And uh, I'd just be like listening to audiobooks and I had all the words coming, you know, all the time. Uh, I think that's where the spoken word stuff kind of came from for me. And then, like, I really like bands like Sprain and Pretend and the stuff is the whole, like, windmill scene, uh, like Black Country New Road and Black Midi, all those guys. I feel like that's probably, like, the closest thing to, I mean, we've gotten a lot more, like, freeform and a lot, like, more metal than you know, that. But... And, like, when, when we were initially, like, writing like sludge and like some of the more like spoken word stuff like and that was very soon after like that had come up here and whatnot and yeah. you know back then we were also uh, I took a lot of inspiration for some of those like really like uh, out there parts from like when we were doing um, the film scoring stuff yeah, yeah. like with, from your like your buddy's film and like like so I moved up here and Garrett's like so I'm doing like the score to this film. Do you just want to like randomly play some upright bass, like just Dude. do some noises, and we'll distort it and make it all scary and stuff. And like, I just never really like approached like playing like music like that before, you know. Mm. So I mean, like, I definitely think like a lot of like what I do in like some of like the more like softer parts of Sledge comes from like when we were like fucking around with that kind of stuff, you know, like just really like being out there and kind of just like accompanying like something like a scene rather than like yeah this like is like a lot of stuff. visual imagery mm -hmm. we kind of like we base a lot of stuff off the of lyrics i feel like Which, yeah uh -huh. i think with my writing that's based around the lyrics with yours it's a lot of times music I'm, then I'm, lyrics yeah i'm way more like uh, on the music side of things i don't even know the lyrics to our songs <laughs> <laughs> like they're there and there's i know some of them that we use as cues I don't <laughs> what kind of audiobooks did you I, I read a lot of audiobooks or listen to a lot of audiobooks too i'm ashamed to say i listened to infinite jest like five times religiously and and then is that was, terrence mckenna no it's david foster wallace i'm not gonna be the guy that talks about david foster wallace okay. on your podcast but <laughs> He's like, he's definitely not cool to like now. He's not like super canceled or anything. He's just like every like pretentious, like white college kid like gets into him at some point because he's just like, it's like before like the whole black pill shit start taking off that you, you know, like people would hate him now. Like, but, uh, but it is like, it's all just like mental shit, like really psychic, like ramblings and, uh, you know that kind of stuff i also i listened to like no longer human and all the, the house of leaves and like standard like, there's a house of leaves audiobook 
Oh, I, well, I think I read that one. I don't know if there's audio. Yeah. But... I mean, that would be a weird one to have an audio yeah, yeah. That would be wacky. That'd yeah. be insane. I just listened to Game of Thrones yeah. over and over. Oh, dude, I love Game of Thrones. You can have all the philosophical stuff. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, that's, um, I, I, I love, um, like, psychedelic nonfiction, just, like, philosophy stuff. But the fantasy uh, audiobooks are a lot more in my wheelhouse. Yes, like yeah, I've, I've read all the Game of Thrones. Unfortunately, I've read all the Harry Potter books, um, and I don't recommend them. I'm <laughs> I'm a big advocate for fuck Harry Potter. I hated J.K. Rowling before it was cool. <laughs> I <laughs> just because she's a shitty writer. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Sorry if you guys like Harry Potter. I mean, but um, yeah, I, I listen to a lot of fantasy books too. <laughs> Uh, we actually do a, a book club on this show. Also, oh, every month we do a different book at the end of each month. Actually, tomorrow is when we're recording the next one, but that's nonfiction. Um, it's called, uh, should know this. The Something of Tidying Up? The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Maria Kondo. It's very interesting. Um, yeah. It's like feng shui concepts. Um, and I'm a very not organized i'm a very sloppy person and it's like really i haven't applied a lot of what's in the book but it's already like really changed my outlook on things like and it's made me excited to clean my room um did she really put the fun and feng shui <laughs> <laughs> uh that's gonna be your like clickbait for the <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you've put that at the very beginning just did you put the fun in feng shui? <laughs> um, no one's going to listen. <laughs> yeah, no one watches this show. <laughs> that's, that's the freeing part. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just try to get canceled. Uh, oh, we're doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing that tomorrow. And then next month, I haven't announced this yet. We're reading The Vore. V-O-R-R-H. Uh, recommended to me by Anastasia Elliott. Uh, she's been on the show before, and when she came on, she was like, "You got to read this for your book club." I'm like, "Okay," and we're finally getting around to it. That was like six months ago, but um, I've, I've had like a list, and I'm slowly getting through them. Um, the Vor looks really cool. It's like um, this forest that people don't know the boundaries of, so it may or may not be infinite. And there's like a bunch of weird shit that goes on in this forest. And this guy's like, I'm going to conquer it. Hell yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. Sounds sick. Yeah. So that one's going to be sick. Um, you should tell Hyatt that too, because he's definitely mentioned yeah. this book to me before. The yeah. Vore? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. V-O-R-R-H. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyatt? Okay, cool. Hyatt has, yeah. yeah, I'll let him know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys, if you want, you could just read the audio book and then join us on that too. Hey, we got a lot of hours coming up, man. On, yeah, on the road. I've been trying to get everybody else's vote in. Because I think we got enough, you know, we're going all the way to New York and back. We get through something sturdy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like a Russian one or something. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that little Some brother dusty yeah. going, yeah. <laughs> That's, well, let's be honest, that's a boring road trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, maybe on like double speed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of caffeine. Oh, man. Um, I think about just doing like language classes like they're on some rosetta stone or duolingo or yeah something. we could get through we could have some some basics down of something you know but we uh last 
last time I remember we took like five cars because we were like we were two bands and and like just a bunch of, a bunch of friends and people yeah, filming and there's a whole documentary really from is, last yeah. oh shit like yeah way, like, it's like a two-hour feature film is that like <laughs> available where people can find it's, it yeah it is not, some, not at the moment but uh, it will be back at he's, some point he's doing a new edit of it oh so cool. it's gonna re-release right on but yeah he, he did another one for crawfest too that's, that's also out um yeah we've got we've been really lucky to have some buddies that have filmed our shit and actually document things because we're really bad about doing it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had two camera guys on that tour, which was silly but awesome. Yeah, yeah very overkill for like, you know, just going to play at a couple bars and stuff, you know. But you know, it was cool. <laughs> it sounds fun. I definitely want to see that for sure. It's the kind of shit you're definitely going to look back on someday too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like at least once a year. I'm like, back, I'm like, I'll watch it. <laughs> tell, tell your kids about it. They're like, "Why are you showing me this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see this. I want to get back." Angle keeps switching. Back. <laughs> <laughs> now, let if, me let me you, plug uh, back into the Matrix. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> if you are interested in checking out like some of like their stuff that they've recorded, I know uh, our buddy Grant, who uh, on YouTube is Grantland, one word, Thomas. Um, he, he has, like, a bunch of really cool things on his channel, like, between, like, um, some of Vericos's old projects, um, some of my old band Saddler's old projects. Um, even recently, just, like, back in September, no, not September, what was it, August, this, right, when we had Crawfest last? <clears throat> this sounds right, yeah. know, it, July. It, this whole summer's been flying through, but just recently, he... Um, recorded um our last crawfest we had there's the first one we've done in years and um that's available on on his uh, channel there it's like an hour like film like that just goes through like the different bands that we had there and whatnot some different uh national bands that we brought down to show off to the alabama crowds and the different alabama crowds and how they sound different and whatnot it's, but it's a cool little watch if uh, you check that out. Hell yeah. If I can uh, find it, I'll put a link down below this. Too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I just <laughs> I just uh, uploaded a ch big chunk of this show to Rumble um, just because it's a platform to upload to, not for any particular reason. But uh, it, I'm just I like, we're, we're, I'm trying <laughs> <Evan. Yeah. laughs> I'm just trying to like get get my feelers out everywhere um why did i bring that up what is rumble that sounds dirty literally. i have no idea <laughs> oh okay, okay. I, I'm, okay I'm glad i'm not like a right wing thing what is what is rumble rumble is just like a new youtube that they are trying to say is is like that but it's not it's not like a political thing it's okay. just like a media another media platform okay is it better than YouTube? it's better than youtube because um they don't restrict what you can talk about like it's much less uncensored um, and they monetize their artists. I, it's like um, an ethical YouTube. Oh. Um, they are trying, like, certain media companies are trying to, like, get it canceled and mm -hmm. shit. But it sounds like, oh, y'all have money in YouTube. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah dude, Mr. Beast is going to start coming down <laughs> on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean, they, they immediately, like, automatically monetized us when we started it. So, I mean, we're not making any money, but potentially we could potentially, yeah um unlike fucking spotify which we're on there too shout out to spotify <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, I can't remember why I brought that up, uh, but I'll I'll, um, I'll put put links to Grantland. Yeah, Grantland Thomas. Grantland Thomas. Um, yeah, you guys are like really interesting with your art. You're really doing a lot for the scene, and now finding out that like you have a, a film crew that followed you around for like you guys are just very artistic, um, and that's artistic, not autistic. <laughs> but like you do your own fucking merch that's awesome like you're just you're real fucking artist man. um so, so much shit is contrived and it's super saturated and like it's just really cool to see people doing what they want to do um so i'm, I'm fully behind you guys in whatever projects you, you do going forward yeah i'm glad you're down with the nutty stuff man i think like it has been hard to find stuff that does sound like us because there is like, like, you know, when we were just like a jazzy post-hardcore thing, which now it's kind of changing a little bit from that. But like, there is a lot like that. I just haven't seen as much of it in Nashville, and there's not as much math rock in Nashville, yeah, as other places. And and that I I don't know, just like there's a lot more regular kind of punk and like heavy shit. That's that that seems really popping off. But as far as like weirder kind of like spoken word and all that shit i haven't seen as much uh, but i i definitely I, you know and before will moved up i was gonna move into atlanta because there's a lot of that kind of shit around oh, there. really yeah and uh obviously in like new york uh, but yeah that honestly that that was before starting the gunk house thing and then we we're like oh, okay actually this we really fuck with the scene um yeah the, the scene up here like it, like when I moved up here like I was fully my, my intention was like you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like my own music but I wanted to really get on the Broadway you know I, I wanted to play bass on Broadway and like make some money out there hey nothing you know? wrong with that either. <laughs> like I, I just I want that's what I wanted to do but like when we started Gunk House and like we really got into like the DIY scene up here and whatnot I was like you know like fuck making I, money yeah. <laughs> fuck making yeah. money you know yeah. i just like having too much fun yeah man. we'll do some shit for like for free that's fun you know that's like but like i enjoy it so much more and like it's at the point where it's like i know that like if i wanted at this point to go do the broadway kind of stuff it would just mean less time for me to do the diy mm -hmm. stuff that i really enjoy and that's just like a sacrifice that i couldn't make at this point yeah. that's a good point i was gonna say you could do both but it would kind of compromise like how much time you have to yeah, there's dedicate already, to what there's you so do. many hours in the day and it's already hard enough you know yeah <laughs> but i'd say the same you know you could apply the same thing to what y'all are doing with this as far as like providing for the you know facilitating cool shit you know i see i see this as the same as what Gunkhouse is doing, yeah, and uh, but I, you know, I, I wonder with as much because you sent me like a screenshot of your calendar. You're like, take a day, and I wonder if I could pick your brain a little bit about that process because we've been struggling, especially with I do most of the booking stuff, trying to figure out like how to be so involved with so many different people's mm. art and and people that you care about their art you know uh, yeah and be supportive of it when there's so much it's so oversaturated and and without becoming really transactional with how you deal with it because like with us uh 
I started, if we're already hosting 10 shows a month and we keep getting more and more inquiries about stuff, uh, the best I can say is like, well, we can do it, but we have to take off work. So you will have to start charging. And and I just wonder what your, because I saw your calendar, like you look, you're going to so many shows, supporting so many people and stuff. Like, is Does that get to you where you're like, oh, there's like five friends who, who are playing tonight and that kind of thing? Yeah. Yes, is the answer. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it is a lot. Um, I go to a lot of shows. Um, that's kind of the answer and also the, the problem right. is like, that's how I know everybody is going out to shows and like catching everyone's sets and like sticking around talking to them. Um, I know people in the Broadway cover band scene. I know people in the Murfreesboro punk scene. I know people in the DIY East Nashville scene. Um, and then like, yeah, um, a big part of what we're trying to do here is, um, I'm sure you guys, not only in Nashville, Middle Tennessee, but just in general, I'm sure you guys can relate to this, but um, it can get very like clicky, yeah. get very like, we play these shows in these places right. and we don't fuck with anyone else. Like something I've noticed that kind of blows my mind is, a lot of the artists I talk to don't know each other. And it's like, even on the same bill, it's like y'all left before the other band played. Yeah, I hate that shit. And it's like, there's like, the, it's like putting on airs. It's very pretentious. And that's that's Nashville, just straight up. Like I can say that because we, we live here, right? But, um, and I, I, grew, I grew up like an hour from here. So um, I, I feel like I can talk shit about Nashville. Right. Um, it yeah, is like fuck that. you, Nashville. Yeah, fuck you, guy from Rhode Island says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you get the Nashville card. That's All right, okay. thanks. Good to Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but I've noticed that because between working at Cobra and helping out a little bit with the booking there, and then doing the booking fireplace, the shows where everyone knows each other and the bands know each other, there's like these groups. I talked to other sound guys and people about this, but there's like these little clicks. And it's like, you know, when these, this group of like, you know, there's like 15 bands that you pick any five of them and you're going to have that same crowd at that show, yeah. you know, and those do well. When we try to do the showcases at Cobra where all these bands don't know each other, they're not going to stick around, for, you know what I mean? And same with, we, we've gotten luckier with the house show thing because uh most of the time if if they see that they're playing a house they're there to have a good time it's not like a business you know yeah and but there has been times like i think when when you came to um one of the last ones you came to the where we had three touring acts and we got four locals the day of all the locals said they had some obligations so they have to play super early and <clears throat> so we just had three touring acts at the end one from canada one you know missouri all over the place but that that is hard just in you know what can you do everybody's got jobs and stuff but i think there's there's people that'll book a show even though and not even sure if they can make it or not and they'll be like yeah we're good for it and then you know the day of it's like i don't know you know well I will. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Were you done? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say like, that's um, you guys are doing it for the right reasons. Um, you guys have a good attitude about it. Um, it's only a competition. If you look at it that way, right. otherwise we're all working together and we're all just part of this cool art collective. Um, 
which I have like, I have zero tolerance for the clicky shit. Like I dip my toes in all of these different groups and I'm trying to bring everyone together where it's like, don't look down on the Broadway cover bands just because they're making money. Right. Like, like those are some very fucking talented people a lot of the time. Um, sometimes it, you know, it's not, but like sometimes it, those are like some of, you know, playing the fucking CMA awards and there's like complete badasses. Yeah. Um, and like, um, you know, those people shouldn't look down on like, for example, like the Murfreesboro punk scene, like which has a, a fucking booming scene, which is also kind of like, that's its own little thing. Like um, they don't come to Nashville often enough, right. uh, which is something I'm trying to work on too. Um, but you guys are doing it for the right reasons. I think if, so that's the other thing is like, um, it's easy if you're from a small town, it's easy to like Jason Aldean, <laughs> but he's not from a small, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> who is not from a small town. And I don't think he even wrote that song, but um yeah, shout out Jason Aldean, dude. Yeah, little artists we're trying to bring up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, we can keep talking about Jason. <laughs> no, let's but not. You clearly want to. Huh? <laughs> I said from a small town. I'm like, oh, I got to make this fucking stupid joke. I'm sorry, everyone at home who hates me. The one person that's still watching just turned off. Um, what what was i saying do you live stream too are we, are we we're live? not live okay, okay. we do the book club live gotcha. um but these are all recorded ahead of time cool um so if i like slander something like we can cut it out yeah <laughs> oh no we do no editing if it's yeah. it's staying in wow. <laughs> um oh, oh shit <laughs> yeah uh shout out to neef actually edits these episodes um edits these episodes um but uh very 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 minimal stuff um right. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, if you're from like a, a smaller town than Nashville, it's easy to think Nashville is a big city, but it's fucking not. Like it's a small, it is a small town. It's, there's a lot of people here, but it's, it's a small town and word gets around. So if you're a dick and you don't respect other artists in town, everyone knows that. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I feel like the thing that's bothering me is the, there's, there's that that's a good part of it but there's also like a huge like mob of people that are trying to cancel everybody for yeah. everything in the punk scene and stuff and i think every time just about uh, that i put out a flyer i've gotten a message about so and so and on the and i i've taken best literally every other bill taking a band off and some of them, and because it's just the easiest thing to do, I'm like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be some drama if we leave you on here, regardless of whether or not you did whatever this is. We, we got and but you know, a lot of it's sometimes it's true, and there's shitty people out there. But I mean, it's it's there's a mob, man. It's crazy. I know exactly what you're yeah. saying because um, it's happened to me a hundred times. Yeah. Where, well, not not literally. hundred times, man. I'm wondering about this. <laughs> it's, 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 it's happened that. to me a bunch where it's like, wow, you had him on your show. Yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm and sure. it's like, uh, well, if it was really so, like, I have a couple responses to that, right? Right. Um, if it was really such a big deal, why didn't you like? Why is, um if it's like a serious accusation it's like okay why is this person not in jail why haven't um why 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 is no one pressed charges about this 
right. why has no one um i don't know it is very uh cancel culture uh i have noticed that um that shit has way less power than it did in like 2016 2017 um cancel culture is canceled like shit doesn't really yeah. affect anyone anymore because it's i mean it, people bounce back a little more because people yeah. go on and cancel somebody else and they forget you know like they get yeah they start losing interest after they they've you know talked enough shit but yeah there are people that won't talk to me either through association or like i've had my name dragged through their mud unfairly like it happens to people it happens to people that don't deserve it and it's like your reputation speaks for yourself like if if people um if that's like one person out of a hundred like it's not really who cares right like that's really just hurting that person's like oh this person just likes to cause like stir up shit right um and i think i think it's like it is uh, an equal measure we should like be willing to approach the people accused but also like the if somebody's crying wolf a hundred times every person you gotta start taking that into account you know it's it yeah what i've noticed is like um you know like in in certain scenes like like uh, a lot of people in it that play metal music or punk music what have you uh maybe weren't the most popular person as in high school yeah. and uh, maybe they got picked on a lot in high school and now that they have a following now that they have a little bit of power they turn into a jock they turn into a cheerleader right. and they're just <laughs> punching down the same way it's like a cop Right. it's like a fucking cop a little bit of power yeah. yeah it's just like now that i got power i'm, I'm gonna bully everyone fucking and it's like preach, alex yeah like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's a fucking problem um and i i have zero tolerance for that shit um but it it that being said it has happened where it's like okay i can't have this person on my show anymore either because um like i i like i believe the accusations or it's like this is just not it's not gonna be good for anyone right um so i feel you on that like it's it's definitely complicated it's not it's, so easy yeah, as just i that's what i was saying i, I was really curious about your opinion just because you're in a similar position of like deciding who gets to be a part of the thing yeah. and whatnot. it is it's tough man it is i don't really have like a it's a case-by-case thing right like you have to weigh each thing individually um there's not like a blanket answer for how to deal with that kind of shit um yeah um forget what i was gonna say but you keep all these questions off the dome i was thinking you'd have like a little something (laughs) written somewhere like what's my next (laughs) oh um you've been doing it long enough i guess i mean we i I have a couple of things to ask everyone but uh this is this is interesting stuff so like um to to kind of like wrap up with a little bow like what we've been talking about like i think you guys keep doing what you're doing um you guys are really affluent in the right kind of way in the scene like you're um you do this for long enough like i've been doing this for uh over three years and i've been like heavily involved in the scene like before we started the show like since like 2015 so like i've been i've been around a minute like that's how i know everybody and that's 
um, you just keep doing what you're doing, like playing shows with different people, like um, having different kind of acts to Gunk House. Like um, that's that's how you do it, like a, a grassroots kind of movement. Um, as for like my calendar, like picking, deciding what I'm going to do, um, I've decided this is kind of a recent thing. I've decided like the bands that have snubbed me that like, oh, yeah, dude, we'll set something up. Well, we'd love to come on your show. Yeah ghost like just leave me on red when i try to set something up don't don't chase those kind of people like let them exist uh without trying to like continue to pursue that um like if if someone doesn't want to play that like play at gunk house that's totally fucking fine because there's a hundred other bands you can ask Um, so don't get hung up on the people that don't support you just show love to the people that show up for you um that's the best advice i can give is um show loyalty where it's due right like um there's there's um i love checking out new music but like um there are certain bands i will go catch anytime i can right just because like those are my homies like um like we hang out outside of shows or just because i really like these are good people and i love what they do um yeah uh, that's the people that don't want to fuck with you don't fuck with them yeah, um, that's something I'm like just learning kind of like this year yeah for sure I think we when we first moved to Nashville would reach out to a bunch of bands that were similar in style to us and a lot of those bands ended up being at least initially people that didn't really have any interest in playing with you if you weren't going to bring people out or you know because I mean it is oversaturated and I get that but we like I don't think we would have pursued the like the punk scene or you know any of the like the MTSU like indie rock bands and all that shit if they hadn't just come to us and just like showed up you know yeah yeah it's really it's really weird thinking about like back when we were in Alabama and trying to book shows in Nashville and being like it's like it almost felt like impenetrable you know like not knowing yeah, where to go yeah, exactly. who to, like what to do and finally we were just like fuck it we're just not gonna play in nashville and we just skipped over nashville like plenty yeah. of times there's a lot of but big bands that do that like yeah. now that we're actually here and it's just like it's actually it feels like like nowhere near as impenetrable as it feels like being like on the outside of it you know what right. i mean i think that it's just hard to like when you're on the outs of it to know like the right people to talk to and like the right path in you know to like actually get into like a show that's gonna like be cool or and whatnot not just like another like another random thrown together that part right you know yeah it's um yeah it it can be really hard to break into for Mm -hmm. sure um i think like like little bands trying to tour here have that problem and then like the big bands just know it's like that right. and so they just don't bother coming yeah. through either because of metrics or just for whatever reason they don't a few reasons they just don't come to nashville they skip over it they'll go to memphis instead right. yeah yeah and um yeah yeah nashville has a lot of work to do in terms of like its reputation because um like just talking to you guys and like seeing you play like you, you are doing it for the right reasons you want to play the music you're playing like you can tell when a band you can like everyone knows what it's like to see a band play and it's like they they are bored right. like how am i supposed to have a good time when you guys are not having a good time right. doing what you're doing and like 
um, it has to come from like a good place. Like I, I realize this isn't music, but like what I'm doing, I just do it because it's fun. Like I like having these kind of conversations. Um, and, you know, like I want to help out artists. Like um, I enjoy doing that. But, you know, if one day this popped off, like we're on TikTok now, which is getting way more views than any of our actual I uploads. Bet. I bet. Like clips. Yeah. Not a lot of people have the retention span for like a long form conversation like this. But the little shout out to Damn Sam does all our TikTok clips. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I saw him editing the other day. That pressure does. Yeah. Dude, Damn Sam's the man, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we're part of the cognitive soup you're yeah man he's a he's a he's a great down-to-earth dude too like very nice guy um that's gonna be in a tiktok (laughs) he's He's like i like this part (laughs) um but uh but yeah if if one day like uh this started making money that'd be cool but i'm not I'm already, I already count myself successful because I'm doing what I want to do already. Like I'm exactly where I want to be. Um, and I think that's how bands should approach it true, which I think is like kind of lost on a lot of people. Yeah. Clearly not you guys, but like, I, yeah, I think people that. get into the number game. They're like, I need this many followers, this many listens on this. And, and it's just, we, I kind of, like, honestly, nothing like nothing turns beats. me off from a venue or <laughs> yeah. like a band or anything when, when I'm like, let's let's make a show happen and then whether it's a band or a venue and they're like all right let's talk followers and like i just i'm already done like i'm like never mind i don't really care dude you got hit with those before like how many followers do you have like i mean especially like like not i I don't feel like i've run into that recently but like when it was like when we were coming off the pandemic nowhere <laughs> cared about like it didn't no one wants you to play anywhere unless you they were like all right are you gonna bring like so many people because we we're, we're at the point now where we need a crowd we need to make money right. and it was just like oh my god like it did not feel good like, i mean i, get, I mean if you're shows. a bar then yeah i mean if you gotta you you're gonna you're gonna die mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, like, it's a little I, different for a venue right yeah. I, like i get it i get it you know but like I guess that's just to the point where it's like I'm just more into like the house when you yeah. Sing, you and know. I think also like the thing with the house shows is like yeah I mean some some bars like you walk in with some instruments and they're like fuck there's a band in that yeah you know? exactly. like, yeah that's the first thing you hear like yes. off the bat or like I you know it's just like I don't I, I feel like it's like the vibes just different when you play at a bar I mean obviously like you're gonna like you'll you'll get some people like that'll come out for the music. But I feel like a majority of the people you're playing playing for, the music's just there for them and whatnot, you know. But like, whereas if you're going to a house show, albeit just about everybody that's in the whole premises is there for this one thing, and that is for like this art that's going on. And I just like, I I can just connect with that way more than like going to a bar. I almost get like to the point where I feel like I'm bothering people. Right, <laughs> yeah, you know what sure. I mean? Like, I'm like, all right, yeah, I don't even know if I should turn up. Really. But we've you're, been told we're bothering people. So, drink, like, you know? there's one bar. I'm not going to name yeah, uh, this yeah. place, but uh, there's a local place uh, where this, like, the bartender came up. To this, like, uh, I was like, I'm just making sure there's no there's no money for us, right? Like, we didn't, we didn't make anything. Just double checking. And she's like, now you listen here. 
bands don't make money. You're scaring our customers away. Oh. I, and just, just tore us a new one. I was like, oh, that's fine. And she just kept going and chased us out, man. Damn. It's like, like, why, why are you even like book hands? Why do you book? Yeah, you know, they book like... heavy shows like every other <clears throat> night. And I'm like, what are you doing if the customers don't want to hear that shit? Like, That's customers so funny. Customers don't like it. It's like, you don't like it. What are you doing? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'll tell you off camera which place it oh, is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It, it's so weird. Yeah. Like, um, there's definitely, like, people in, in certain bars that, like, it, it feels like that. Where it's like, y'all are upset that there's a band playing. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is. Like all the witches could walk in and they're like, oh right, god yeah. damn it. Yeah, there's you know, like there's definitely some people like some bartenders that are just they don't it doesn't matter what it is. They hate any anything that walks through the door, you know. And I, I get it, they got they gotta hear people over the music and shit like that, but why are you why are you at a loud bar? Is what I'm yeah. You know? Yep. It's like it, I, they liked the idea in theory. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, I've, I've never gone and played in somebody's living room and basement and not had a great time. Right. You know, like, it, it'll, you, you'll think that the floor is going to cave in underneath you, but, but it's a great time. And if it did happen, who cares? You know? <laughs> I mean, personally, I just show up at Gunk House for the furniture in the bathroom. And when bands start playing, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Fuck really this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the worst uh so um hard segue switching gears here um these are kind of my uh the things i ask everybody so you if you've seen the show you probably know what's coming but um something i ask everyone and i like to preface this by saying that no one knows the answer to this question some people think they do but um we all have different opinions on it and no one's more right than anyone else what do you guys think happens after we die? I don't know. Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. Does anything make more sense to you than anything else? I think about this too often. Right. <laughs> like it's something well, I think about. A lot. You should. It's yeah. a, it's a I think it's black nothingness and nothing matters and all that you know i think i think that's just where i'm placing my chips you know i I don't don't necessarily believe that but that's that's and you know if there's some intelligent energy that's gonna like absorb my soul into like so sure i mean but i think that's just where i'm placing my bets like i think you're on the money like i think odds are it's just like nothing but i'd be really happy that one you know <laughs> you know that, that can be um like a kind of like a sad thing for some people and it can be really comforting for other people yeah where yeah. they're like oh thank god it's over so you're chilling this. the hardest you're ever gonna chill you know? yeah you don't get more chill than you're that not, you're not worried about what so-and-so said or what you came off the wrong way or whatever no yeah i don't even like sleeping because i don't know if i'd like that so. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm kind of more in that camp where it's like i i do, uh that's definitely a real possible like that could be the case um but that doesn't give like me any comfort like where i'm like i hope that's not it. yeah yeah but there are definitely some people that are like i fucking hope so <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, wait you mean there's more after this <laughs> fuck <laughs> You guys want to hear a sick fact about death? I heard yeah, the other day. No. <laughs> yeah, you right. do. Um, so <laughs> in in a Victorian era, I think it was like England or something like that. 
Um, they were of the belief that your body just has a bunch of worms inside it. And that's when, that's why, like, when people die and they decompose, they get eaten by worms. The worms were there the whole time. They were just waiting for you to die. Isn't that crazy? That's they, true. they thought the body worms. had the worms. Yeah. That's, that's... Exactly. I mean, uh, everyone knows that. That's just true. Yeah. Duh. And that's why I said it's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> intestines and all that. It looks a little wormy. There's probably a higher percentage of people with worms. They had worms back then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that probably worms. helped me believe. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like one out of every thousand people has yeah. worms inside them. But back then, it was like one out of every then, like, you see somebody like shit a worm, you're like, oh shit, you're about to die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you gotta put it back in. <laughs> Your worms are calling Dude, you out. need those. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hold on to them. Uh, speaking of being full of worms, um, it, the, the first Game of Thrones book, um, we were just talking about that earlier. Um, that That's my favorite out of all of them. Because there's a part near the beginning where like like it's always a different character's perspective mm-hmm. like it's it's one of few character perspectives and one of them's brand mm-hmm. and when brand's a little kid there's a part where it's after he's um been paralyzed he's on horseback like Tyrion makes that saddle for him yeah yeah and he's out hunting with uh uh theon and rob and um they get separated like chasing a deer oh. and those two bandits deserters come up on bran mm-hmm. um and then summer his wolf his fucking dire wolf comes out of the woods and just mauls these guys and my favorite fucking part in that whole book is maybe the whole series is um bran is bran's a little kid at this point he's like eight years old and he's like and summer was just like pulling these blue worms out of the guy's stomach mm-hmm. and i'm like like as as an adult you're like oh shit he's watching like intestines get ripped out but he's like eight years old so he doesn't know yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, i was like that is it's fucking like, brilliant that, he doesn't he doesn't refer to them as worms ever again so, so yeah it's it's only reason he says that is even like his perspective that right. not... yeah yeah i love that part because it's like it really the author like george r. r martin like put himself in the shoes of like a child in order yeah. to write that and like I, I write uh, fantasy novels too. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually on my personal Instagram page. Like I wrote standalone poetry and I also write, um, I'm working on a novel and write posting it as I write it. Yeah. So um, yeah. like, in, like in real time, you can see like where I'm at with it. Nice. And um, that's a good way to keep yourself accountable, man. That's why I do it. You know, that's the move. I don't know if I'd be able I've been to finish like a routine. Novel. I've been trying to figure that out because I, I stopped doing all my like writing that's not music and shit. But that's cool, man. That's I gotta, I gotta a big check. part of why I, I do that. Do you have any any stuff that's finished this out or? Um, not any books. I write a lot of um, like standalone pieces, which are also it's just rhetoric rabbit hole right. uh, on Instagram. The podcast is rhetoric rabbit hole underscore pod, but. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm I'm almost done with it. It's been about oh shit. Uh, I've been writing this book for let me think for a second. Uh, six years, and it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's so fucking hard to write a book. Um, but I'm like 350 pages into it. Um, so it's almost done. Um, so 
That's awesome. Man. That'll be like such a weight off my shoulders when yeah. I'm done with that. Cause like I, I enjoy it. It's very fulfilling. I w- actually, I wouldn't say I enjoy it. It's very fulfilling. Right. Um, and like you guys are real artists, so you'll understand this. It's not optional for me. I have yeah, to yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, Survival. Yeah. That's if I didn't do that, I, I would uh, go insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Garrett gets it. <laughs> you know, I still might. Yeah, that's yeah, but you know, you got to do what you can. Yeah, I'm a. On that note, I am a very radical person. About we we won't get into this uh, too much. Alice has heard enough of my uh, my toxic radical worldviews, but um, I, I, I we live in a fucked up world. Like my situation is pretty good. Like I'm happy with, you know, like I got a job that puts food on the table. I got great friends having great conversations. Um, so I'm happy with my life, but the world is fucked, dude. Like, and I only see a few ways we can handle this um, that I can't yeah, talk about. The important issues here. Yeah. yeah. I probably will not get too deep into that. But uh, <laughs> next question. Do you guys, I used to ask people if they had any ghost stories, but what I really mean when I ask that is, have you ever experienced something that you can't explain? No, we can't explain shit, man. Uh, besides yeah, life. Physicists can't. <laughs> <laughs> besides just being alive. <laughs> we can't explain within a framework of, like, our, our usual, like, day-to-day, like, that's where I'm getting hung up yeah. on, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. It's actually I'm I'm not quite wording this right. Um, but experience with the paranormal, maybe. Is yeah, like something yeah, yeah. paranormal or supernatural, which is also kind of vague. But I think you guys kind yeah. of get what I'm saying. I, I think that for me, like, it's very hard for me to like really like believe a lot of paranormal like activity kind of stuff, just because like with my view on like that, you know. Or like, you know, I, I think that for real you probably just turned to nothing, you know. So like how yeah. could, how could you hide something? I but it'd be cool. I definitely get what you're saying. Um one of my best friends is like a staunch atheist. Mm. And um like talking to him, like um, like for example, this is just one thing I can think of. He, he when he took DMT, he was like, I know that that was in my head but it certainly didn't feel that way. Mm. Like, that's not what I experienced. That's definitely not what I felt. Um, so like, I think you can have a very logical, pragmatic worldview and still have weird things happen to you. So I guess it was there anything like from your childhood or anything you can think of. I think no is a great answer also. <laughs> Cause that has a lot of implications too. See, like, I don't I don't think anything paranormal because I just I don't believe in that. But you know, I think I've seen aliens. Okay. Know, but that's cool. But you know, just like how everybody thinks that they've seen aliens, you know, we all think that we did. Sure. I don't think you have to like know like uh, have an idea about like what happened, but like what what was that experience? Like what did you experience? Oh, I mean like you know, like just like how like I, I think everybody grows up and sees like weird shit in the sky where you can't really explain like like yo did you see that star go that way 
but then it went backward you know like things like that you know like that counts but did you sorry go ahead and like also like i don't know i think back like to when i was a kid so i do have one like weird thing that but i mean then again this could also just be like very like not like as weird as it sounds you know but i I, back when i uh back when i lived in aniston actually so back when i was really young we lived next to the woods and out in the woods it was a clearing but where the railroad tracks ran and beyond the railroad tracks it was just fucking like fields and then the woods again just nothing you know and uh we used to have this trail that would go out to the railroad tracks because i'd like to go out there and just like uh smush pennies when the trains would come by and stuff you know things like that and i'd go and hang out out there and one day i'm hanging out out there and this is like it's like a good little ways away from like you know there are other houses and stuff you know it's like flying out and this family comes walking by and i'm telling you like 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 a father a mother a, a, a kid and the baby and like they're all wearing like these like blue ponchos and like black pants and and they they seem just as surprised as of me being there as I was like what the fuck are these people doing here you know as much as like like an eight year old can just be like you know and they're just like you shouldn't be here and I'm like <laughs> have you you see yourselves like I wonder like and they're, they're just really offended about me being there and so I just like ran away but you know like I was right next to a train track they could have just been like immigrants you know <laughs> like I mean who, who knows you yeah, know? yeah that's a good story but like dude they might have seen some shit I mean you know, a little you know for yeah. real yeah mm-hmm. it just tripped me out like with like you know it might be raining so I wonder why they were wearing like ponchos yeah you know it was like the like the rain like the yeah. blue rain ponchos yeah. yeah one of those ones you buy all like folded up I like to just yeah. think that they were aliens because it was weird <laughs> and like also why would you be walking around with your infant baby mm-hmm. in a in a little baby poncho out in the woods like that you know yeah, one kind of sunny day yeah it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like there's just enough weird things in it that I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I can't Where, explain that really. You said you were by yourself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is that's that's fucking weird. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, uh, that's, probably, that's probably the closest to unexplainable. But oh, that like, definitely counts. But it could have just been in the news, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, like, if so, like, I hope, hope they're okay. Yeah, if they made it, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, they didn't get ran over by a train. Yeah. yeah. Hope they stayed dry. Yeah, they're yeah. really <laughs> they're they're worried about it. You know, they came prepared. It could have rained at any second. <laughs> Garrett, you got you got anything coming? Dude, I've been trying so hard, man. Hey, no, hey, no, like no, I don't I have to come up with a cool one too. You know, but no, I got I don't got shit. It's like, fuck, I have to fall after Will. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I. There's a, a Hunter S. Thompson quote I really like. Um, he said, something I learned a long time ago is reality is far stranger than anyone's imagination, which is just like, just hit hit me really hard when I heard that because it's like the most imaginative, brilliant like writers and creators in the world are basing it off of observation like either other pieces of art or just what's around them 
and um that's all really art is is it's like a reflection of reality and then reality reflects art and it becomes like a like like reflect off of each other um and i i definitely think that as a species we have no fucking idea what's going on but at this point in time we like to think we do um where it's like science has gone pretty damn far and we do know a lot we do know a lot about how things work but we still have so many questions like as i'm getting older i have more questions than answers whereas like it's it's so true that like when you're a teenager you think you have it all figured out like when i when i quit being i moved out when i was 18 got away from uh, like my family's religion and like i didn't know anyone because i was also homeschooled so um like i didn't know anybody and because i was raised like with christianity forced down my throat i was very um like staunchly atheist what were you laughing at evan <laughs> get christianity shoved down your throat <laughs> did you <laughs> the pope yeah i was the altar boy <laughs> explains a lot um um, <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I was very much like when i moved out like like staunchly an atheist um and then right you're mad i was mad <laughs> the, the angst I, yes yes um and like <laughs> i thought i like i'm like no there's no like like such a dick about it too like no there's no god right what is sky daddy tell you what <laughs> to think <laughs> yeah 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 and then i realized like oh i'm just mad and then like like uh talking to people and then like life experiences um we we i've I've told these stories a million times on the show but like i had some like i i went looking for shit like um i was really into the occult and like alistair crowley and chaos magic and like that whole rabbit hole um very superficially like like hot topic spencer's tim burton yeah, yeah. uh like like just aesthetic yeah, right you get that shirt with that one picture of alistair crowley with the hat on right in the middle of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was the most obnoxious atheist because i also <laughs> liked the occult aesthetically you so see like some crystals in there <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like this one um yeah. but um yeah so not much has changed <laughs> <laughs> i won't talk shit about the crystals <laughs> um but like I I like at this point in my life I've I've experienced things that like really kind of made me question it but it was only like when I went looking for it like I never had anything weird happen to me until I went like fucked around and found out like went looking for that like um with Ouija boards um with like channeling and also just through hard psychedelic drug use like lots of mushrooms, lots of acid, lots of DMT. Yeah, that'll do that. <laughs> I was expecting you to beat around the bush. That's so oh no, uh, we we uh we don't um, mince words here. Right. Yeah. No. I, I I'm very well versed in the psychedelic realm. Um, other drugs too, but maybe maybe I will mince words on that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny uh, talking about psychedelics in regard to whether or not there's some other thing going on that we don't understand some cosmic thing that we're part of and life after death and stuff like that because some people take that shit and they see something and they're like well that's it that's god that's there's there's more and and 
some people see it and they're just well yeah it's my brain doing the thing that the drugs yeah. do you know and, but but it's kind of fun to be like oh that's more shit that i just don't know you know oh for sure it's fun to imagine either way if you can suspend your belief for a second i, you know? I yeah i'll tell you right now i don't know shit right. about what the fuck is going on like i think i think the answer is something like neither and both like um I think what happens in your head also happens outside. And it's like, the problem is we try to put it in these confines where it's like, um, it's either in my head right. or not. And it's like, well, maybe the world doesn't work the way we think it does. Maybe it's, it's uh, like, I, I think John Lennon said it best. Like I am he, as you are he, and you are me and we are one and, and we are all together. Yeah. And that's um, ironically <laughs> the yeah. and uh, ironically, this is what like pretty much all religion says. Like um, a lot of like a lot of like Catholics and like Trinitarians don't understand what the Trinity is, but the Holy Trinity is Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and that's actually what. I, I hate to like, this is what it means, but like in, in my study in in talking to like theologians, like beyond just like religious people, but like people who study the Bible secularly, like as like went to school for this shit, like that, that's what Jesus is saying. Also, when he talks about being the son of God, he's saying, Hey guys, we're all God and I'm aware of this and I'm not special. Like that's, I think where a lot of Christians lose it is it's like, Jesus isn't special. He's you like literally, like, I think we're all the same person. And the only thing that makes us different is life experience. So like, and that person that we are is God. So it's like, the way I see it is like, God is okay. You're just God in a vacuum. That's so profoundly lonely to just, it's just you. So create a world where you can go down and pretend you're not alone and so uh what really sucks is me saying that and like espousing that is kind of breaking that it's like yeah because you know that you are alone but yeah, yeah but you're supposed to get lost in it and, yeah. and have the illusion of being an individual there's definitely i think that is like a hindu Thing. Yeah. yeah i swear every religion says this yeah, yeah. it's just a lot of religious people don't know that it says that have you seen the big les show the what the big les show uh-uh let me put you on some shit man. bro okay Is um, the one with the sasquatches yeah yeah dude, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, but the the big thing at the end of sassy the sasquatch's adventure is he it turns out to be the universe experiencing itself and whatnot but that's that's a fun if if you, you would love that shit man uh, it sounds like it yeah yeah it's... um if you don't mind like text me that or something that way i'll remember because i'm i'm the worst at remembering shit yeah, but... is that the same guy that did that like um like the bush world rick and morty thing with the same i don't know i've seen that Michael I, don't, I don't think it's the same guy but maybe his name is jared something uh, two funny ass australians yeah dude the there's yeah, I love that brand of like independent stoner animation shit. Yeah, um, it's got it's got a soft spot. Um, 
I also hate now that it's all like co-opted by TikTok. And this, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so cool at least to watch that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sassy's on TikTok. I'm sure it is. I'm sure all of everything has oh, been okay. I thought you meant specifically. Yeah. Okay. The all-encompassing talk. Yeah. 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 And they got you too. That's cool. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, Dude, I got your toes in there. I've I've never like scrolled through TikTok. I literally yeah. just upload to it. Yeah. But I'm like, God damn, I should have done this a lot sooner. Because yeah. it's like got getting like I got like 700 hits on a little clip and like a couple of hours yeah which is like nothing for tiktok right that's fucking like that's just that's a grain of like sand chinese bots no humans at all oh my god i didn't even think about that yeah, isn't it kind of crazy though when you do come across a tiktok thing that only has like one like and you're like whoa <gasps> how is that possible is like on earth territory like <laughs> i think the ones that used to freak me out like i had tiktok and i would scroll on it a whole lot but like that, like when i was doing that like you'd occasionally come across one of those where it was like clearly a kid who was way too young to be doing this like some six-year-old yeah. showing off his like roblox build or something it's like jesus i should not be looking at oh, this it's, right now it's fucked up yeah uh, yeah and the like the first thing i saw when i fucking opened it up was just like like young girls like dancing and being really sexual and shit i was like what the fuck this yeah, is tiktok's just a horrible place mm. yeah it's like... yeah it's it's a it's a such a weird scary time to be like coming up right now like i do not envy these kids like it was weird enough yeah. like i think i guess we're probably all around like around the same age like it's not like it, it was weird enough for us, like growing up with the internet, kind of yeah, semi sort yeah. of. I, I, I like, I was really poor growing up. Yeah. I didn't have the internet until I was like about to go to college. You know, like that's pretty had, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it was, it's kind of like wild, like just being like, oh, like I can your play brain Halo now, just but also fried, like yeah. everybody knows what everybody's doing all at the exact same time. <laughs> like what, like. <laughs> You know, all, all this porn I have access right? to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have to go find magazines in the woods anymore. Find <laughs> a curvy tree. <laughs> Damn, the tree got back. You know, I lived in the woods. Uh... <laughs> you know, it's funny. I think about sometimes, like we've been. We call it the information age now, but we've been oversaturated for like for like 60 years now which you know like we've been like addicted to like television and all this stuff i mean before it and everybody's been writing about it for so long everybody's known about it for so long and we've known that we're horribly addicted to technology and we just still keep eating it up yeah and and just making it more and more addictive and we just our attention spans go down more and more and we all know it and we're like the the clips that you're watching that tell you about how addicted you are are addictive you know and that's 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 what the, it's kind of schizophrenic about it you know well said yeah thank you i like that word no that's it's yeah it's it's like that <laughs> like you can get you can get like addicted to like yeah. like self-help awareness shit about the yeah. internet yeah yeah the self-help stuff is funny because i mean anything like you like start looking up gym stuff i was me recently and that's 
start getting scrolling through a lot of gym stuff and then it's like it gets to be unhealthy or you know whatever any of it yeah it's 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 fucking weird i i um this is like real tinfoil hat but like i'm very much like a humanitarian like i think people are good um with exceptions like obvious exceptions uh there are definitely like people that are not good like that just have no sense of like um being good but i think overall people are good and the state of the world that we're in is not necessarily people doing this to us i think there's some an external force whatever you want to call that that is interfering with humanity to make us this way to make our toxic culture that we're in some malevolent being yeah aliens reptiles demons uh something that's fun i i mean i i said that's not a condescending i like the idea that it is that and not people you know occam's razor would just say well people are fucking horrible and that's you don't need aliens to make that make sense um but I, i i um maybe i'm just really fucking naive but like i think people are are pretty good like i don't know a lot of like really awful people well think about the circle you're in though yeah i'm like you know like we're uh, the we surround ourselves with people that we like you're not having like some like soulless like corporate psychopath on your show you know what i mean and yeah like there's there's people that just don't have uh a, a good bone like they're just they're just out to just and the, the people that are part of like making the youtube algorithm force you to be like into the like like uh one way or another like or like forcing like writing the most addictive algorithm possible or like radicalizing shit like all those problems like there's, there's a bunch of people and it's just getting handed down orders and they're just part of a thing that you don't even understand when you're working for something you know but at, at the top there's some it's all money you know and you make a good point yeah. you think hell is run by middle managers yeah yeah you're lean and you ain't cleaning yeah. that motherfucker is down there you definitely make a good point with like like I I'm I'm guilty of like not recycling when I should right and it's like if enough people do that the world's fucked and it's like you don't have to be evil for that to happen it's like you're just careless you're just not being an ethical consumer and it's like if enough people do that you can't you don't even need evil like it just happens on its own yeah that's true but yeah it happens yeah. when we consume and consume but yeah but I I it's for me I'm like it doesn't it's hard for that to fall on the consumer I think the effort by a lot of uh, a lot of what we've seen out of like being told to recycle and stuff is distracting from the actual companies that are producing oh, all the plastic yeah oh, it's just like sure. there's an obvious like we're not cutting it off at the source you know um yeah big time that's it actually on that Garrett like you know like we're all good people why are we letting this happen you know like well, um, if we were to do something about it and do the wrong thing would that make us bad people talk about eco-terrorism and shit yeah i am um it's you know there's enough of us good people 
that we could do something about this if we so chose to. And we've done it before, right? Like there's a Boston Tea Party, there's a French Revolution. There was shit happening here, you know, not too long ago. Um, Like Hong Kong, they were rioting hard and they shut that shit down. Uh, You know, George Floyd was murdered and we were fucking going hard here. And, you know, a lot of that turned bad. Like a lot of that was not good because like now you have people breaking into mom and pop stuff. Now you have like people that don't are not helping anything. But there were also, you know, like good people in those movements it just got infiltrated probably by the fucking cia right um but you know we were doing some shit we were actually doing something um and then all of a sudden we all have to stay indoors all over the world right yeah but um you know i i I, there's another wave of that coming here sooner rather than later like um, people are not happy. And I think we could do something about the state of the world if we can just all unify together. And that's the agenda of the powers that be, of the corporations, of the government, is let's divide people. Let's divide people over abortion. Let's divide people over gender. Let's divide people over race. And every single thing you can divide people over, that way they don't get together. Because if they get together, that's what they don't want. That's what they're afraid of is everyone going, hey, wait a minute. We have more in common than we realize. Right. We could we can stop whatever the we we can take control of this. And I think well that's the what's crazy about that is like it ties back to the kind of schizophrenia I'm talking about about the information age, because they will sell you the revolution too. And then, then use that to make, they're Fuck. like, you think that you're like siding against like corporate shit, but no, you're just like being more divisive and you're calling, and cancel culture is part of that too. You know, I feel like we've been pushed into just like focusing in on like, yeah, sure. So-and-so said some remotely sexist, homophobic, whatever. And, and, but then you're like, at the same time, you know, I, I maybe eating chick-fil-a isn't as bad as like bombing children in israel you know what like there's 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 more pressing things you know i I think that is and not to say that we shouldn't be nice and civil but you know that's that does feel like a distraction to me yeah i really appreciate talking to you guys this has been really fun um it's good getting to know you guys because i've definitely like seen you guys around at stuff but um this is a a good way for me to meet people and actually figure out who they are. So I appreciate you, everything you guys do. Um, shout out to Gunk House. Shout out to Cavehole. These guys are doing amazing stuff for the scene um, and just making great content also. Um, check them out. Links below. And check them out October 16th at Cobra. And then December oh, yeah. 1st is your album release. Yeah. Where at? Oh, um, to be decided. Probably to, Gunk. Yeah, probably oh, Gunk. TBA. Uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, just uh, keep up with it. And uh, these guys will keep you informed through their social medias. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again, gentlemen. I appreciate your time.